Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Active Iron on News Talk. I want to talk about this story today. Graveyards up and down the country, right across Ireland, with tombstones, naturally, of all shapes and all kinds of sizes. Some larger than others, though. And it appears that the larger ones seem to be causing some upset for people saying that they often from time to time can just go too far. They're too big and too over the top. And Michael Connolly is a local councillor in Ballinasloe. Michael is with me on the line today. It's something you've been highlighting, Michael, for a while now, but how big of an issue is it, first of all? Well, it has been brought to my attention on a number of occasions where uh, contractors came in the middle of the night and uh, erected structures in a graveyard that were out of keeping with with the normal um, cemetery stones that we've been accustomed to, and um, they, despite the fact that there are height restrictions, say in Ballinasloe, in terms of um, the type of uh, gravestone or structure that you can put on a grave, uh, you know, contractors have come in the middle of the night when the graveyard was locked and lifted um, lifted um, equipment and and parts and, and headstones and makings of headstones in over uh, in over fences and uh, erected them in the middle of the night without the uh, without the consent of the or consultation of any kind with the cemetery staff and it's not just in in Ballinasloe. there are structures in Mount Bellew and there are structures that I've seen recently in a very predominant rural area Williamstown where there's one um, and they're just out of keeping with the normal headstones that we are accustomed to. They have changed and evolved over time from being granite to marble, etc. Mm. But uh, they're they're out of kilter, and I suppose it's it's um, there are lots of people who maybe can't afford to erect a headstone over their their loved ones, or can take a number of years for them to organise that. But in these instances, we have seen structures that that are worth in the region of 90, €1,900,000. So it just, bring, it just uh, begs the question, what's going on here? And okay. uh, how can, how, but how, how how can ter- people how, afford this kind of expenditure on a gravestone? Yeah, it was up to every individual to, you know, should they can spend their money how, how they please. But what's what sort of height are we talking about, Michael? Uh, well, we're talking about, it varies from place to place and where we go. But it, it's not so much the height, as the scale and mass of the of the structure that's over the grave. It's it's, it's enormous, an, an enormous marble structure. I'm sure you've seen them and you've seen photographs of them. They're enormous um, marble structures that are just put there, and they're they're out, they're out of keeping what was normally okay. what was normally accepted. And and there's there's in 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 the, the particular graveyard you're talking about in in Ballinasloe, for instance, that you're you're aware of some of the issues there from from talking to, to parishioners and locals. Well, it has been brought to my it has been brought to my attention uh, by, by a number of people. Okay. What, situ- what the situation was in Crea, but heretofore, I mean, we have it's not just in Ballinasloe. It's, it's as you said yourself at the beginning of the program there. So it's, it's um, it's all over the country. It's in yeah. different places, in yeah. different locations. Um, but the, but there was another place, and then I, I've, I've seen one quite recently in Williamstown. And, well, that's and, a very predominant rural area in County Galway. Okay, and and the Crea Cemetery that you're, that you're talking about, you say, Michael, they do actually have height restrictions there, do they? For for they for do, grave and tombstones, they do have height restrictions there. But I mean, doesn't it doesn't it tell you that there's something out of kilter when uh, people contractors will arrive in the middle of the night and uh, the cemetery is locked? And the things are 
brought in, uh, you know, without the authorization of the cemetery staff, and uh, it just. It just goes to show there's something amiss when this, okay. this kind of thing is happening. Uh, Declan is on the line as well. Um, Declan, you're also in, in Ballinasloe. Are you, like, how do you feel about these sort of, you know, extremely large or, or, or you know, very large kind of monuments and, and tombstones? Yeah. Hello. How are you? Good. I'm just around. Uh, so basically, yeah. So I, I was walking down... Uh, I don't know where I was walking down last month and I saw one of these structures in a graveyard and I just went, that's big, and I just went on about, about my day. <laughs> you know, it's, I mean, it's not up to me to kind of uh, talk about what other people want to do with their loved ones. Or I'm sure the loved ones had this in mind when they passed. It's their choice. It's their dying choice. Um, look, the thing in, uh, uh, in Ireland generally, it's when something change, changes quite quick, people kind of kind of react to it. Um, a lot of people, not being mean now, but a lot of people, if you have time to think about this and time to kind of think to, think to, think to yourself it's wrong and this and this, how it affects my life and all this kind of stuff, you've got way too much time on your hands. You know, it's, it's someone's choice. And if you go in and it's big, it's big. Yeah, it is big. But some people like that. Mm. You have no some, issue some, with this. Not at all. Some, no. some, some people that like big houses. Some people like small houses. If someone builds a big house, I I recall 20 years ago, someone builds a big house and people are talk, talking about it. Like, oh, that's a very big house. Like, you know, they must yeah. have lots of money. Talk, talk, talk. Small talk. Like, people talk, talk from behind people's back. It drives me crazy. Right. I've been around the world. People don't do that. You know, they don't. It's like, that's a big structure. It's their choice. You know, and if they did bring the stuff in at night, it's probably because it's a quite a big thing. So they want to get all their stuff there in the morning, so it's ready to go first thing. You know, it takes a long time to erect these things. So I don't think there was any um, anything undue going on about them come, coming in the, the middle of the night and doing it. Do you think people should just mind their own business, Declan? Is it? I think Irish people need to start to learn that <laughs> in nice. general, because people like. I mean, what, what happened last? Um, I can't remember what happened last month, but uh, someone. I know, got some, something great happened to them. And I was like, yeah, great, great. And then a load of people I know were like, just talk and talk and talk. So it's up then, Michael, really, to, to each individual to um, to do what they, you know, to, to remember their, their loved one in whatever way they like. Well, it's up to people, I suppose, that it, there is a, it is a matter of choice. But I mean, it's not just, it wasn't just in the middle of the night, it was also at the weekend that this, this kind of, uh, activity happened, and uh, it is up to people, I suppose, but within within reason, um, you know. And this has been brought. I just want to stress that this has been brought to my attention by uh, people in the Ballinasloe area and residents of Ballinasloe, and uh, former councillors in Ballinasloe have brought this to my attention. So it's my duty as a public representative to to raise when these matters are raised with me to to highlight them and to put them out there. Well, look, I mean, you know, let's be honest, I suppose, about it, Michael. A lot of the, the large, very large um, tombstones or maybe monuments that we're, we're talking about are, are often common for, for members of the, the travelling community as well. Martin Mahan is a traveller rights activist. Martin is with us on the line today. Martin, how, I suppose, important, you know, are the kind of large um, memorials and, and tombstones to families? Hi, lads. Good morning, Percy, and thank you very much for having me on the air. I just think coming from my perspective, um, like the graveyard, like 
rather, rather community growing up as a person in their 20s in the 2010s and that era and going to school and local establishments here, I would have seen traveller communities, not just saying because I'm one, but even from the outside looking in, it's been pointed. It's one of the few that still value religion very much so. And it's still very much passed on from the parents to the children and that old tradition of the old culture of the travellers from the 70s to the 80s is still very much passed on. So we still care very much for our religion. And the cemetery and paying homage to our deceased ones is very much part of our culture. We live and we breed it and it's a huge part of us. And as I follow up exactly what Martin Collins said on the link, like it's not all of us, but it's some of us, but it's just... I think like it's it's quite shocking that with everything else also going on in the country, that they're throwing this against us and they're making an issue of how we pour respect to our loved ones. It's quite shocking with the other incidents that's happened in Galway, just on the turn of the year, with other issues, with other situations. It's just quite sad that they're making an issue of this well, with I, everything I, else I, to going be, on. To be fair, you know what I mean? yeah, but to, to be fair, Martin, to, to to Michael Connolly, Michael, like it's it's not you're not, um, you know, you're I suppose you're not making the point. If it's it's not having a go, I suppose, at members of the travelling community, you're just saying that there's well, what I take from what you're saying is that there's height restrictions in some of these cemeteries that aren't being adhered to, irrespective of who's doing it. You're there, Michael, are you? Oh yes, I'm here. Yeah. Do you want to I respond to Martin? That to Martin? Uh, no, no, no. I mean, look at the thing is, uh, look at uh, um, I'm all all I'm basically saying is as a as a public representative of 24, almost 25 years, that uh, this has been brought to my attention and this has been brought to my notice. And I had reason to raise, uh, or at least to discuss it with the officials of, of the council. I'm not hitting at any uh, any particular community or any particular section of the community. As far as I'm concerned, something was raised. And I have, I have uh, raised the matter with the officials, which is normal practice. If somebody comes to me about roads or housing, or um, drainage or any other issue, I normally go in and, and discuss with the officials. But I'm, I got a call from you this morning and asked, uh, yeah. was I aware, was you, I aware of, of unusual structures? And I said, yeah. yes, I was. You, and you do, asked me to come on the programme. Yeah. yeah, no, absolutely. And, and, and Martin, you know, like, if there is height restrictions, should they not be followed by everybody? Or what's your view on that? Why do I understand that? But I'm sure those are the issues that could be took up if it was a one-to-one conversation. It's one that I'm sure it also doesn't need to be media coverage and media attention. And I'm not playing that card. I'm just pointing that fact out. Also, I just want to point out, in Tume and Galway holds the largest traveller population in the country. Do you know what I mean? So obviously, if there's an issue, there's a lot of travellers that represent it and where what our community values very much so up that area. Mm. With the Miss Door Festival also happening in Galway, it brings a lot of celebration there to nomadic communities with traveller culture being dominantly populated in those areas. But also I just want to point out like traveller people do a lot of traditions that other people wouldn't do with cemeteries, particularly even when it's the anniversary of a deceased one. They will turn up with the grave with five or six of them and have a drink and a toast and a celebration of that person there. That's another thing that we value and that's why we close cemeteries so close to our heart. And I understand and I see with the officials but it's just, I don't think this should even be a news issue with everything going on in Galway that happened on the turn of the year and other stuff like that. Is it really being an issue that we're bringing up how we feel about our deceased ones? Isn't there more outstanding issues in Galway that need attention that obviously I'm referring to? That they're really going to bring it back to the travellers about how to celebrate the graves? Like I understand they're a small issue but surely there's more attention now that needs to be drawn on instead of how we pay homage to our deceased. Okay, let me me bring in Colm Kieran as well. Colm's a a funeral director with um, My Farewell Wishes. Colm, is it standard that you have high restrictions in cemeteries right across the country. Is there a standard, like? 
Hi, Andrea. How uh, are just you? Give the li- not too bad. Just to give the listeners a context about uh, cemetery management across the country, uh, people would be may or may not be aware, but there are two groups predominantly managed cemeteries. You have council-run cemeteries and then you have parish-run cemeteries. Council-run cemeteries um, in the most part across the country will have bylaws put in place by county councillors which pertain to the types of headstones, the height, the widths and so on. And then you have parish um, cemeteries and in some of these cemeteries there are restrictions on styles, heights and so on. So in each case, uh, let's say with the uh, the council-run cemeteries, there'll be very, very clear description of what contractors can erect and can't erect in particular cemeteries. I suppose that just to take up the point of one of your contributors there, is that I think the councils across the country are trying to look at cemeteries and trying to figure out how can they maintain a standardisation but still represent uh, various people of different cultures and backgrounds, whether it be different religions, Muslims, mm. Roman Catholics. Cultural differences, about, yeah. Exactly. There, there are cemeteries, uh, particularly, you know, Roman Catholic cemeteries, uh, Presbyterian Church of Ireland, where it's predominantly one religion, whereas council-run cemeteries, the responsibility is there that they have to count or, or look after all types of faiths and backgrounds so it is like across the country you're you're starting to see discussions now taking place about you know how can people be facilitated the bylaws for example um they would have height restrictions a lot of cases of four foot or 1.2 meters high and then they would have an approved contractor list whereby there would only be certain contractors who are approved to use the um or to carry out work in those cemeteries and then there are other councils and I'd be aware of them where they have sections within cemeteries where you're allowed to have larger headstones and what I understand is that there have been less flashpoints where cemeteries and councils have undertaken that uh, method to facilitate all cultures. So there'll be an area basically sectioned off within a graveyard that if, if you want to have a, you know, a fairly large tombstone or, or memorial or statue or, you know, something like that, there's a certain part basically of some graveyards that you can go to, Colin. Exactly. And I suppose the thing to point out is that we will be aware around the country um, there are some people, if there are height restrictions in place, it doesn't matter what community they're from, there are some people who, who adhere to that and there are some who don't. And I think that's a very important thing to point out. But I presume, like, if somebody isn't adhering to the right restrictions, as, as Martin made the point there a few moments ago, like, if members of whoever runs the cemetery, whether it be the, the council or parish, if they go and speak to the family and say, listen, this is above the current height restrictions. You're going to have to do something about it. Like, surely most people, Callum, would. Yeah, and as I said, that is the, each council's responsibility at that stage to engage with a family. Sometimes the councils will arrive and the headstone has been erected. And that's where, the, I suppose, the biggest flashpoint occurs is how do we actually deal with something that's now in place as opposed to proper communication in advance deals with an awful lot of problems as opposed to dealing with it after the fact. But I, I imagine as well, Colm, and I, I know from our, our, our own experience um, at home, like, you know, when somebody passes away and, and you buy the plot in the grave and you're dealing with the undertaker, the, lo- the undertaker will usually give you guidance. So you have to order the tombstone from somewhere. They'll usually tell you, listen, you can't have that, Andrea. It's, you know, beyond the Exactly. The well, well in, in, the, the, I suppose the role of the funeral directors is to advise the family where they need to go to next. And, and with a county council-run cemetery, it's very clear. 
they are instructed to go and speak to the county council or the, the cemetery managers about what they can erect. It's a little bit of a more grey area in parish-run cemeteries because you've got parish committees and that's mm. where there's actually a lot of parish and rural areas don't have any restrictions on height where some uh, parishes have that put in place themselves. Um, Joe and Galway says most modern cemeteries in the US just look like parks. There's actually just a flat plaque level with the ground um, on the ground. No headstones or monuments at all. I actually think it looks very nice, says Joe. Another texter, there is a part of a graveyard um, in County Longford that's known as Las Vegas because of the size of the tombstones there. One grave has a 3D printed head of the deceased on the tombstones as this listener. Adele is with us on the line. Um, Adele, you've been listening to, to Michael and, and Callum um, and Martin there. What, what point did you want to make? Thank you, Thank you Andrea. Yes. Um, first of all, I just want to use the word there that um, your councillor uh, said, out of kilter. Um, well, I have to say the whole country is out of kilter at the moment. Um, but, you know, Andrea, what happened to expressionism? You know, everybody has a right to express how they feel about their loved one when they die. Just like we celebrate fantastic weddings, we also celebrate funerals. Mm. So if somebody has a problem with what you do in the graveyard with your loved one, then I'm sorry, they're spending too much time in the graveyard. And that's my feeling. And I admire people who express themselves. You know, So you we should have no rules or restrictions, Adele, then? People no, can do what they shouldn't. want. You just go back centuries, Andrea, and you go to all the churches. You've got massive, you know, you've got, uh, devoted to the reverends, devoted to the priests. You know, this... This is, the, you know, 300 years from now, we're going to be looking at these and we're going to be thinking, wow, they really, there's so many people really celebrated their loved ones. And yeah, but I, I, think I, under, I look, I, I, I get that and I understand that. And I, I take the point around cultural differences. But like, do we not have to consider everybody else too? You know, like, you, you might want to have something, you know, large or big or, or sort of outlandish as I might see it, Adele. But like, surely we have to take account of how everybody else going into the graveyard, what they might, how they'd but, feel too. Uh, but Andrea, what are we considering? What, what exactly are you saying you're considering? You know, what is there con- to consider? You know, if I want to express you know, how, um, about my family, then then what is anybody right to criticise how I, you know, express that? So if you want so flashing wonder- lights, as I've seen in, in some graves or large tombstones and football jerseys hanging, you, sh- you know... Would you, I you, like you, flashing lights? <laughs> you know, but that's the point. People should be allowed to do what they want. I just prefer just a simple cross. I think Glasnevin Graveyard fascinates me. Whenever I go there, I have to go to the airport um, to pick somebody up. I will always give myself an hour in Glasnevin just to gather my thoughts and, and, and think, wow, you know, it is an incredible place to walk around. It's like a museum. Uh, Margaret says people go to Paris and other countries just to view graveyards. They're tourist attractions. Great family history to be explored there. There's nothing attractive about lawn cemeteries. Jer says, I agree with Declan. My granny's buried in Wexford and when I visit her grave, I often admire the beautiful sculptures on on many traveller graves. It's part of their culture to honour the dead with huge monuments. This listener, if the graveyards have restrictions on height and size, then it's up to the graveyards to impose those restrictions. Sutton in Dublin only allows flat ground stones and nothing else. 
Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday. Brought to you by Active Iron on News Talk.